0: This is local and regional news on KDNK. I'm Hattison Rensbury. Construction on Basalt's Midland Streetscape project is slated to resume next month and continue through the rest of this year. March 4th will see large equipment brought in, and underground work is expected to begin shortly after. The initial affected area will be the section of Midland Avenue between Midland Spur and Alpine Bank, as well as near the Midland Mall. Updates on the project will continue to be distributed through the town's newsletter and the related web page at letstalk.basalt.net/midland-avenue-streetscape. A suit that could determine whether former President Donald Trump remains on the Colorado ballot went before the U.S. Supreme Court today, and one of the key people standing against him is a person with deep roots in the state's Republican Party. KUNC's Lucas Brady-Woods has more on the woman behind Trump v. Anderson.
1: Ninety-one-year-old Norma Anderson served as a state lawmaker for nearly two decades and rose to become the first female Republican leader in the Colorado legislature's history. She describes herself as a lifelong Republican and says she's afraid for the future of the GOP if Trump prevails. Anderson believes Trump incited an insurrection on January 6, 2021, so he should be disqualified from the presidency under the Constitution. Anderson joined several other Republican and unaffiliated voters last year in a suit that seeks to keep Trump off the Colorado ballot. The state court's ruling in her favor remains on hold until the U.S. Supreme Court makes a decision. I'm Lucas Brady-Woods
0: in Denver. With Canada's historic wildfires and the tragic inferno in Hawaii, the fact that 2023 was the lightest fire season in a quarter century can be difficult to believe just shy of 2.7 million acres burned in the U.S., according to a recent federal report. That's just over a third of the 10-year average for the preceding decade and the lowest acreage since 1998. Record snowpacks and heavy rainfall were at play. But Maureen Kennedy, a professor at the University of Washington, Tacoma, who studies climate change and fire behavior, says acres burned don't tell a full story. The Lahaina Fire alone killed 100, and over 3,000 homes were destroyed nationwide.
1: We always have to think about other ways that we measure the, the impact of fire.
0: For example, smoke from the Canadian wildfires affected air quality for weeks in the U.S. Kennedy says fire doesn't care about borders. We study history to learn from the past, but what if the pages in a history book melt away? A lit library just west of Denver is trying to preserve clues of antiquity before they become cold cases that could never be solved. H2O Radio's Franny Halperin put on a parka to check it out.
2: Looking for your next read? How about a mystery that delves into the past that perhaps no one has ever heard before? I'm about to go into a library that holds those stories, stories of how our planet might have looked hundreds of thousands of years ago before humans existed. I don't need special permission to enter this library, but I will need a reservation and a parka. It's negative 40 degrees inside, where these books, so to speak, are kept.
1: Welcome to the freezer. This is the uh, the actual freezer itself. Um, it's made of basically four rooms.
2: That's Theo Carr with the National Science Foundation's ice core facility in Lakewood, Colorado, just west of Denver. The building holds the largest archive of ice in the world, containing some 25,000 meters, collected from the Arctic to Antarctica.
1: We have the actual exam room, which is where most of the sample cutting is done. Um, When we go into the back freezer, that's the negative 40 degree freezer. That's our back storage.
2: Over thousands of years, season after season, when snowflakes Fell, they carried with them snapshots of the conditions of their day, from the temperature and solar activity to the chemical makeup of the atmosphere. Over time, the layers of snow compressed on top of each other to form ice, which, since they were at the poles, were well-preserved like pages in a history book describing dust particles, temperature, sea spray, and the atmosphere, buried forever Until now.
1: Everybody will have like a two minute timer as soon as you step in there.
2: I'm with a group of climate science students from Colorado College in Colorado Springs, some of whom giggle nervously at the prospect of walking into a freezer bigger than a basketball court. (laughs) Once inside, we see row upon row of shelves with metal cylinders, each containing a meter long ice sample labeled with its origin and depth.
1: Everything on my left here is the Waste Divide Project from West Antarctica. You can see 2,803 here. Um, That's 2,803 meters down. This is two miles of ice.
2: Some of the earliest ice core drilling was a reaction to, coincidentally, the Cold War. The U.S. military-established Camp Century in Greenland, ostensibly for scientific research, but with a secret purpose to keep an eye on the Soviets.
1: Camp Century was the first ice core ever drilled. We do have that core here. Um, that was originally drilled as sort of a subsurface structural um, appraisal done by the US military to make sure that missiles didn't come over the poles.
2: Nowadays, samples are drilled to understand how our climate has changed over millennia. A piece of ice car just showed us is around 400,000 years old, but a recent arrival tops that.
1: Yeah, so over there you can see some of our newer ice. Keep cycling, keep moving, it's terribly cold. This is the Allen Hills. This is from the shallow field. This, instead of being 400,000 years old, is 4 million years old.
2: After a long journey from the drill site, pallets of ice are unpacked and inventoried. Eventually, they'll be sliced into sections and sent to research labs around the country. Some scientists will look at air bubbles trapped in the ice to measure carbon dioxide or methane. Some might analyze dust from ancient volcanic eruptions. Others, like Bruce Vaughn, will pick up the ice to study temperature records at his lab at the University of Colorado Boulder, about a half hour away. Each,
3: each ice core is kind of unique and shows you a different climatic window.
2: Vaughn, together with his research partner, Valerie Morris, have developed a system that uses water isotopes to determine what the temperature was when each layer of ice was formed. Isotopes are molecules that have the same number of protons and electrons, but a different number of neutrons affecting their mass. For
3: example, water, H2O, has oxygen that has either a molecular rate of 16 or 18, so it's a heavy and a light water.
2: Precipitation that falls in warmer temperature tends to be heavier water, he says, but in colder air, like at the poles, the snow that falls is generally lighter water.
3: By looking at these ratios of isotopes in ice cores, we're able to infer the temperature from when it fell as snow.
2: Vaughan explains that temperatures, along with carbon dioxide levels, have naturally fluctuated over Earth's history in cycles lasting between 44,000 and 100,000 years.
3: For the last million years, CO2 in the atmosphere has never really gone, despite its ups and downs, never gone above maybe 280 parts per million.
2: Until now, As of January 2024, the amount of heat-trapping carbon dioxide is a whopping 422 parts per million.
3: We've had a wonderful party with fossil fuels for a couple centuries. Um, We have changed the world at a cost that's now only becoming evident. And so it's, it's as if we've had a really good time and we're leaving them to clean up the party.
2: The college students on the ice core facility tour will likely be the future scientists mopping up the mess, using ice data to try to predict how Earth will respond to such a jolt of CO2 and how we can prepare. There's urgency to this work. Earth's ice history book is melting away. Meanwhile, we're writing the next chapter of this epic. Whether it will be inscribed in ice for future generations to read will depend on the choices we make today. For H2O Radio, I'm Franny Halperin. That story was
0: shared with us via Rocky Mountain Community Radio, a network of public media stations in Colorado, Wyoming, Utah, and New Mexico, including KDNK. This is KDNK News. More photos and local stories are available at kdnk.org.